February 16th, Joshua chapter 6. Now Jericho was shut up inside and outside because of the people of Israel. None went out and none came in. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho into your hand with its king and mighty men of valor. You shall march around the city, all the men of war going around the city once. Thus shall you do for six days. Seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. On the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times, and the priests shall blow the trumpets. And when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, when you hear the sound of the trumpet, then all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city will fall down flat, and the people shall go up, everyone straight before him. So Joshua the son of Nun called the priests and said to them, Take up the Ark of the Covenant and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Ark of the Lord. And he said to the people, Go forward, march around the city, and let the armed men pass on before the Ark of the Lord. And just as Joshua had commanded the people, the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Lord went forward, blowing the trumpets, with the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord following them. The armed men were walking before the priests who were blowing the trumpets, and the rear guard was walking after the Ark, while the trumpets blew continually. But Joshua commanded the people, You shall not shout or make your voice heard, neither shall any word go out from your mouth until the day I tell you to shout. Then you shall shout. So he caused the ark of the Lord to circle the city, going about it once. And they came into the camp and spent the night in the camp. Then Joshua rose early in the morning, and the priests took up the ark of the Lord. And the seven priests, bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord, walked on, and they blew the trumpets continually. And the armed men were walking before them, and the rear guard was walking after the ark of the Lord, while the trumpets blew continually. And the second day they marched around the city once, and returned into the camp. So they did for six days. On the seventh day they rose early, at the dawn of day, and marched around the city in the same manner seven times. It was only on that day that they marched around the city seven times. And at the seventh time, when the priests had blown the trumpets, Joshua said to the people, Shout, for the Lord has given you the city, and the city and all that is within it shall be devoted to the Lord for destruction. Only Rahab the prostitute and all who are with her in her house shall live, because she hid the messengers whom we sent. But you, keep yourselves from the things devoted to destruction, lest when you have devoted them, you take any of the devoted things and make the camp of Israel a thing for destruction and bring trouble upon it. But all silver and gold and every vessel of bronze and iron are holy to the Lord. They shall go into the treasury of the Lord. So the people shouted and the trumpets were blown. As soon as the people heard the sound of the trumpet, the people shouted a great shout and the wall fell down flat 
so that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they captured the city. Then they devoted all in the city to destruction, both men and women, young and old, oxen, sheep, and donkeys, with the edge of the sword. But to the two men who had spied out the land, Joshua said, Go into the prostitute's house, and bring out from there the woman and all who belonged to her, as you swore to her. So the young men who had been spies went in and brought out Rahab, and her father and mother and brothers, and all who belonged to her. And they brought all her relatives, and put them outside the camp of Israel. And they burned the city with fire, and everything in it. Only the silver and gold, and the vessels of bronze and iron, they put into the treasury of the house of the Lord. But Rahab the prostitute, and her father's household, and all who belonged to her, Joshua saved alive. And she has lived in Israel to this day, because she hid the messengers whom Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. Joshua laid an oath on them at that time, saying, Cursed before the Lord be the man who rises up and rebuilds this city Jericho. At the cost of his firstborn shall he lay its foundation, and at the cost of his youngest son shall he set up its gates. So the Lord was with Joshua, and his fame was in all the land. Who really fought the battle of Jericho? Sam Storms. We hear in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 30 that, By faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they had been encircled for seven days. The walls of this formidable city fell because Joshua and the people of Israel honored God by trusting Him to act on their behalf. Whenever God is honored, God acts. Their faith certainly wasn't a blind leap into the dark. This couldn't have been an ill-founded act of desperation on their part. So what exactly did they believe? First, the Ark of the Covenant was the place of God's presence and it appears no fewer than ten times in Joshua chapter 6. Above all else, the Israelites put their confidence in the unassailable truth that God was with them, to which the ark bore witness. Second, they trusted in God's power. I grew up singing a silly little song that went something like this, Joshua fit the battle of Jericho, Jericho, Jericho. Joshua fit the battle of Jericho, and the walls came a-tumbling down. Technically speaking, that's not true. Joshua never raised so much as a hand against Jericho. He never launched an arrow or even threw a rock in the direction of the city. God fit the battle of Jericho. It was his power and his alone that accounts for what we hear in this chapter. Third, they had faith in God's promise. According to Joshua chapter 6, verse 2, the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho into your hand with its king and mighty men of valor. This was simply one more affirmation of the promise that God originally gave to Abraham that he would grant Israel entrance into Canaan and possession over its cities, including Jericho. It was their faith in God's presence and power and, above all else, in God's promise that accounted for the victory. Despite overwhelming odds and against all reason, contrary to what could be seen from a purely human point of view, they clung tenaciously to God's promise that He had already given them Jericho. 
Whether it be a seemingly overwhelming obstacle, a relational struggle, or a circumstance that defies explanation, much of life comes down to a question of faith. As with the people of Israel, so also with us today, the issue is whether or not we will invest our faith and hope in God's presence, that He will never leave us nor ever forsake us, in His power, that we serve a God who is able to do exceedingly abundantly beyond all that we ask or think according to the power at work in us, and in His promises to us in Christ, that our God cannot lie or fail to fulfill His word.